Yeah. Save it for the pod, which is currently recording. All right. Who's going in whenever? All right, I'll do it. Are you ready? Uh, go for it. I'll get ready. Hello and welcome to Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my co-op partner, Nave. Each pod, we play through a cooperative experience and relate to you, the listener, if this game is a crim de la crim of co-op or something better off playing solo. Nave, 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 Nave. It has been a minute since we've talked. Yeah. So how you been? Um, I think if we record on Wednesdays, I'm just going to be perpetually hungover. So <laughs> that's oh. the, at least in this at this time of the year when I'm just trying to cope. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of jumping a little forward in our news update section, whatever. But you've been working hard assisting Santa to deliver gifts all around the world, right? Oh, yeah. I w- I've really been not paying attention to how many hours I've worked, but I've been working every single day for like – it, it could be anywhere from seven hours to like 13 hours a day, and my paycheck is fat. <laughs> oh, are you loaded now? Yeah, I saw my paycheck coming on Friday. I could see it in my bank, and I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> what is this amount? About to get paid. Which is good because I need a car. So yeah. <laughs> it's good. So, Nave. What have you been playing? Not a lot. I've played a handful of games a little bit. Uh, spoiler alert: This was supposed to be about Halo Infinite, and um, I couldn't get—I couldn't beat it. So I could talk. I, I'll skip to the end. I played a lot of Halo Infinite's campaign. It's it was really just too hard. hard. Well, see, it's—I want to play the multiplayer. <laughs> I'm like—I'm playing through the campaign, and I keep playing. I'll play for about an hour and a half. And I just want to play the multiplayer so bad that I just put it down completely. Because I'm like, Philip's going to be mad if I don't beat this game. I'm just going to play Guardians of the Galaxy for a little bit. <laughs> just to oh my God. forget that this grappling hook is fun. <laughs> and Because, you, you know, once you get to a point where you can manipulate the AI, like you like you get used to how they act and stuff, it's, it's like I, the whole point of multiplayer is that you're fighting against unpredictable humans. You know, like people are doing crazy shit all the time. Did you see that that video I sent you of Moist Critical yeah, killing all the bots? That was a booty play. That should not be allowed. Yeah, like, well, it was against bots. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh no, I didn't notice. So he I knew they the were bots just like, were gonna rush. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, what we're talking about? Uh, it's on what is that training yard map? What is it called with the battle dummies and stuff? I don't even know training yard. Yeah, that's pretty good. You know, if you know, you know if you know. And, is it um, dust? He spawned on the on the side where B usually is whenever you're doing control or whatever the fucking game mode is called. They changed all the names. And um, he ran out, looked to the left, and went three, two, one. And then just banked two grenades off of this spot and blew up all four of the bots and killed them, got an overkill. And he's like, yep, got him. I'm like, that's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you should have, like slightly randomized ai so not all four of them are taking the same exact path at the same time because i assume they spawned in a group and all went around the same corner yeah to be fair there's no context of when this was this could have been in the beta like i don't know when this was i don't know if this is a current era bots or not so you've been partially playing halo not enough to finish it what else have you been playing um so since i've had such little time it's hard for me to play anything that has meat in it because I feel bad if I'm playing a story-based game and not paying attention to it, you know? Like, if I realize I'm not, like, absorbing any information, I'll just put it down. And so I've been playing a little bit of this game called Space Warlord Oregon Trading Simulator, 
which is a game that just came out on Game Pass. And it's yeah. basically just a Microsoft Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> it, like all you do is you you're you're a space warlord and you're trading organs. It, it simulates that experience. <laughs> so it's like a stock market game, except you're you're trading hearts and kidneys and stuff for people who want them. And I don't know how you I don't know if you can lose in this game because there are scams. <laughs> there are scams sometimes, but it's pretty. And eventually you start trading like a fucking a soul. It's stuff like that. Like it just starts going off of the deep end, and you you have many avatars, but you can be like a dog. So I'm like a a dog, <laughs> dog just... warlord, organ trader. Yeah, it's kind of cute, but it's nothing to. I wouldn't pay for this, <laughs> but it's from the same guys that made a uh, a uh, an aliens alien airport currently run by dogs or whatever it's called. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Like I've seen videos of that game. I haven't played it, but it lo- it just looks good because all the dogs are just jpegs yeah much. they're just pictures yeah. well the one thing is one of the dogs i'm pretty sure its name is chad shakespeare and it appeared as somebody who wanted you know a kidney or something i can't remember or maybe it was like someone giving you information but i saw chad shakespeare and i was like what is this a reference to because i remember this and i googled it and that's how i realized it was the same developer it's just the same character in both games because chad chad shakespeare i think is the dog with the skateboard <laughs> i don't know if you've even played that game i'm talking no, about i haven't but... <laughs> just seen clips but that's a strong name which speaking of strong names have you seen uh infinity train no is it a train is it just one of those dumb games where you... is it no. like steak bus no, I don't even know what that is. You don't know what Snake Bus is? Oh, it's a oh, good game. Oh, Snake Bus? No, yeah. that's weird. No, it's a Cartoon Network cartoon. And uh, at one point, there is a, a deer that doesn't talk or anything, but they they name it Alan Dracula. And <laughs> I'm just like, Alan Dracula is a great name. Oh, speaking of this, okay, so we're going off the rails a little bit, but I've been binging a podcast that was recommended me, to me by Eric of Gaming Together and there was yeah. another there was another podcast that also brought it up but he was like okay so what the podcast is called is um uh Dungeons and Daddies have you heard of this i think i've recommended yeah, this to I you i have you you've recommended it to me i think i even have it on my like i have a list of just nave recommended podcasts in my podcast catcher because i don't use like you know spotify or anything because yeah. i have 500 podcasts that i have an excel <laughs> sheet lining out like these are our call partners these are the nave recommends these are my old podcasts i don't listen to anymore but go on dude you should you guys should see our google drive philip loves his fucking excel sheets i, I look look through them sometimes and i'm just like i have no idea what i'm, I'm what, it, what this information <laughs> is but it's definitely organized <laughs> i don't what were you talking about dungeons and daddies not a bdsm yeah. podcast it's about a live playthrough of D&D, and they're very stupid. It's got, like, a – what is his name? Freddie Wong, which is, like, a popular YouTuber. Um, yeah. I'm sure he does other things. Like, he's the – I don't know if you've ever heard of the Command Zone, but he's, like, the dad of one of the, of the, one of the guys, the Asian dude. I don't remember his name I don't because I don't watch that show. But it's a really funny podcast. It makes me want to play Dungeons & Dragons. And one thing I realized, because I've played it a couple of times, and I'm, like, there's a long period of, like – time when i'm playing those kinds of games where i'm just not having fun or i'm just kind of bored and i think i know why i think it's because i wasn't the dm <laughs> and so because that dm is having fun <laughs> he is yeah. 
like there are multiple times where he's just yelling because they're breaking his he's like no my plans you know <laughs> all the plan i had so much planned out for this episode <laughs> and you're ruining it and i'm just like that sounds like me in this podcast <laughs> so i just want to be the dm you know being dm has actually been my go-to in all my dungeons and dragons experience because no one else seems to want to do it or they don't know how to do it so in my experience, like 90% of my games, I've run them myself. The good thing about Dungeons & Daddies is like they are hardly ever playing Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> like they are <laughs> they are just – the game is broken. But like if you can get past that, if you're not a stickler for the rules because apparently they get a lot of those like messages. They're like actually you're, you're not supposed to actually. take a, another bonus action. She took too many actions in this fight. And I'm like, they're like it's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's multiple times where they'll say something and he'll be like, okay, roll for it. I guess you, I guess roll persuasion, but do it with advantage because that's a good idea. I like that idea. And I'm like, it gives me – it encourages me to want to do it because I would be like that. I'd be like, roll at disadvantage because that makes me angry. <laughs> yeah, You know what you I know, mean? Like I always feel like it really comes down to like don't get in the way of the fun. Like if it's something like – that is like the rule of fun. If it's fun, yeah, let it happen. If it's just kind of wasting time or it's just kind of weird minutia, just be like moving along and just keep it going. Yeah. And there's multiple, cause like they fought multiple like boss characters and they always just one shot them because he just lets them do it. He's just like, I guess that would work. I don't know to go ahead and roll and try. And then it always works out. It seems like it's a great podcast to listen to. Go listen. I've been binging the shit out of it. I don't know how we got on this. Oh, the naming. So their their Patreon thing is that you can come up with items or names of people. And so there are multiple people who just have really fucking stupid names. <laughs> because before the before the DM would just come up with them and he's just like, Oh god, my favorite part. Because every time they meet a new NPC, like, they're like, So name? what's your name? And he's like, ah, yeah. oh, uh <laughs> he's like speaker uh <laughs> he's like look, you can yeah. tell he's like looking Stealing around the room. Water bottle. <laughs> yeah. But it just makes some of some people some patrons like just submit their own name. And then like when something bad happens, he's just like, I'm so sorry this is happening to you. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like, never in your life will you ever be more invested in a piece of fiction than this moment right now. <laughs> because it's you. Yeah. But yeah. That's good. It's a really good podcast. Bump it up on that list, dude, because okay, I, will. I, I can't believe how funny it is. I literally – if you go on Good Pods because I'm listening on there for some reason. I don't know why. I, one thing about Good Pods is I like it, it. If you listen to an episode, it keeps track of how many you've listened to. So it's like he's listened to 100 and something episodes. I like that. I like statistics. So that's why I'm yeah, listening you, to it on Good Pods. You like the numbers going up. Yeah. And speaking of numbers going up, uh, Among Us is also on your list. Nave, are you 12 playing Among Us? Well, like I said, I don't have a lot of time to play. Also, I was hungover, and it's on Game Pass now, so I just kind of wanted to see what it was like just on the Xbox. And it's pretty fun. I've won every single match I played, so I don't know if that's like indicative of the Among Us experience. Also, I'm okay. not talking to anyone. Yeah, so. I was going to say, like, what's your secret, Nave? Are you being not sus? Well, I don't know. I'm just doing my job, you know, just uh, doing my tasks. But um, I have witnessed every single murder. Like, well, at the, the like, so... Every single time I would know who the imposter was. And so I was I would be like, it's this guy. And the first two games, they were like, I don't know. And the game would go on for a long time. And then the third time I saw the murder again, just right in front of me. 
And I was like, it's this guy. And then everyone just, it was like to two minutes in the game. And everyone just unanimously yeah. voted. They're like, this guy is like telling the truth constantly. So let's just vote this guy out. And it was the imposter. I was like, this fucking game is easy, dude. <laughs> this is like every well, single time. Yeah, that's as a crewmate. But what about as a uh, as a imposter? Have you won I, any I've only played dinners? I've only played four games. And I, I wasn't the imposter in any of them. So, which literally is the first time I've ever played Among Us. And it's like, it's all right, you know. It, what it reminds me of is uh, there's a Jackbox Party Pack game. I know what you're um, talking about. Yeah, and it's that Jackbox Party Pack game is a lot more fun than Among Us. And I think it came out before Among Us too, but it's all right, you know. Well, you know what Among Us reminds me of? Do you did I ever make you play StarCraft Two with me when we would play where the Werewolf game or whatever? No. In StarCraft, it was basically Among Us, but with like 24 people. And it was all text based. Each person would have like a job during the night where it's like uh, the police is trying to do this and the werewolf is trying to do this. And it was weird because like there was like multiple roles. It wasn't just like the imposter. There was like they were like vampires. There was an arsonist. There was a serial killer. There was a witch. There was a cultist and the cult leaders. And there was like a mafia at the same. Oh, that was it was called mafia. And so it was among us, but with 20 people in it. Well, you know, you know the YouTuber Seth Syntak. No, the the guy, you know, you know Jungle Lucian and shit. Like way back in the day, he, oh he yeah, made, he's like, hey hey people, Seth here. Yeah, that's you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, he did a video on this one game, and and it's super fucking old. Right now, I'm scrolling, not the video, but the game itself. I'm looking for right now. Hopefully, because all of his fucking pictures have fucking hentai and shit. So I'd have, I have to fucking. I'm not gonna see the actual game. I'm gonna do one more look through. By the way, if you if if you are like easily offended, this guy is an, an incredibly offensive YouTuber. So don't go looking for him if you don't like that kind of. It's very uh uh not good humor. Okay, I don't think I'm gonna find it. Damn, I wanted to. Space Station 13. That's it. Have you seen? So you yes, don't watch yes, that. Okay, I watched um a different YouTuber, one of my favorites, old Kraken. He did a like a big play with like all his little crossover stream buddies, and they all played that game. And I remember. Thinking it was so weird at the time, but it's really just, um, you know. It's impossible. I tried to play yeah. it with uh, Victor, who was in our League of Legends episode, and another one. I can't remember. What was it? What? It was it was the one that we played, that we did with, was it Left 4 Dead? No, that was, okay, I'm, all these episodes are starting to run together now in my head. But um, we played this game together, and it is impossible. <laughs> it's so old and uh, unintuitive now. I really wish they would, like, remake this game. But um, I linked the fucking video to you, and that's an amazing video because like he talks about the game for a little bit but then he just tells his story of of the game and the story is so compelling um maybe put that in the description if you watch it and think this is way too hardcore then i i'll leave it up to your discretion to put it in the okay. description or not um, and also i'll have to see if it's um too offensive or not <laughs> that's for... what i'm talking about okay <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what he's gonna say because I haven't seen the video in a long time. I mean, but, just um, looking at the clip art, it's already questionable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. What were we talking about? How did we get on? Uh, Space uh, Station 13 is the original yeah. Among Us. Okay. Yeah. Weird. Weird hill to die on. But uh, keeping in space, actually, you know. Uh, so it's, it's Christmas, right? We're, we're Christmas is coming up. I don't know when this episode's coming out. Christmas. But we went ahead and gave my daughters their like big Christmas gift, like right as Christmas break started, like a week ago or whatever. We got them each an Xbox, and uh, like my fourteen year old talking about Among Us, uh, she didn't seem that into it or that excited. 
And I was like, oh, you know, like, I don't know if she gets it or not. And she had it, you know, for a week or whatever. And it wasn't until like two days ago where she was like, hey, my friend down the street, uh, she also has an Xbox. Can we like play together? And I'm like, yeah. You know, like I set her up on Fortnite, of course, because she's 14 and gave her a headset and showed them how to like join an Xbox party and join each other's match and play together. And then she played that thing for like five hours straight with her friend playing Fortnite. And it like brings a little tear to my eye because like the Xbox just isn't about like playing, just playing games, playing games with your friends. Like this was like how we socially like played games with each other growing up and yeah. to see that like continued, it really like lines my heart. You know, it's funny. I think in our very first episode on Halo, I, we t- I talked about this exact same thing, except looking at my ex's step ex's fucking Nephew. brothers. Yeah. Brothers. No, I don't <laughs> okay. know what I was about to say, but they're her brothers. Um, just watching them play Fortnite and just being like, wow, this is, this is amazing. Like just, just reliving vicariously through them thinking about Halo 3 and shit, just thinking about our custom games, because that's exactly what they were doing, was, yeah. like, fucking screwing around in custom games. I'm like, this is great. Yeah, uh, Christmas went full is full circle. <laughs> we came back around. If we're just going to finish up games we've been playing, I put X01 on there. I've only played about maybe an hour of it. Have you seen anything about this game? No, I have no idea what it is. Is okay. it like... Uh, let me guess. All right, is it okay. like... I doubt you're going to get this. What is that? I got this. It's easy. Um... What is it like, Star Citizen? No, not even close. Uh, okay, so uh, you you have a cell phone, right? Yeah. Do you remember a game called, uh, what was it, Tiny Wings? No, I don't play okay. a lot of games. Okay, so Tiny Wings, back in the Angry Birds generation and Flappy Bird, all the bird games. Only this one, there were hills, and the way it worked is when you tap the screen, your bird got really heavy and he would go down one side of the hill, but then you had to let go so that he would ramp off the hill and you had to time it. So you would always land on the decline side of the hill. Otherwise you'd hit the, you know, incline of the hill and on the other side of it, on the other side of the valley, cause it's all hills and valleys and it would mess up your flow and kill you. Did you ever play those uh, games on the PlayStation two MTV off-road fury? Yeah. Of course. So that's like how that is in those games. Like you held down on the stick so that you would like lean into the lean into the incline and then yeah. you'd let it go as you got to the top and you'd fucking like, ah, fucking pull up on the. I don't know what that they did. You do full backflips on your four wheeler as you whip it through the air. Yeah, while fucking uh, Slipknot Psychosocial is playing in the background <laughs> or yeah. something. Good times. But yeah, so this game is very cinematic and it's beautiful. Like. I wish I was playing it on a Series X because I'm getting like frame drops with all the particle effects and like stormy weather and like it's a it's a very pretty game. Like I I don't know like I'll have to link it to you afterwards. It's on Game Pass. It seems very simple, whereas the controls are basically you can increase your gravity. You're a marble and you roll down hills on space planets. It seems, and then you go off ramps and you're exploring like weird alien architecture while you're getting flashbacks to these this human space mission and every once in a while you're hearing like radio signals a peaceful soundtrack plays but then like you're on an alien planet and a thunderstorm just comes out of nowhere then you start being able to glide on clouds 
And so then you're bouncing on clouds and you're no longer on the ground, but then like you'll mistime it and you'll fall through the cloud cover and you're back under the rain. And it's very cinematic. I don't even know how to describe this kind of game because I want to say like walking simulator, but it's, you're not walking, you're going on hills. It's, it's weird. Is it like excite bike? Like the, in the, in, or NES game? No, because in Sight Bike, you're actually like racing. Oh, yeah. I forget. I don't know how I forgot that. But yeah, it's closer to Excite Bike. <laughs> okay. All right. So that covers games we've been playing. Uh, quick updates. Nave, I've been uh, door dashing these last couple days too because we've got to pay for all those Christmas presents. And I just want to do a little, little public service announcement for anybody using any of these food delivery apps. I got a story about this too. So, somehow. <laughs> Nave, have you ever used, you've used these apps? No. Not at all. Yeah, I've never used one either. Like, I think Jana might have used them before, but I've never had a need to. There's so many times where, like, I'm out there and I'm, like, parked next to McDonald's waiting for someone to make an order for their chicken McNuggets. And I'll see an order pop up and it's like, okay, uh, the tip is going to be 50 cents and DoorDash is paying me $2. So that's a total of $2.50 for me to pick up one order of chicken nugs and take it four miles away. I'm not going to take that order. And you can reject <laughs> orders. And so I'm just like, reject. So if you're that person, and this happens multiple times, that is not tipping. Like, I don't take an order if it's more, unless it's like $5 or more, because it's just not worth the drive. So many orders will just be like $2. And I'm like, it's not worth me driving down the street for $2. Those people are probably getting so mad because like, I, I've looked on the little Reddit page for DoorDash drivers and stuff. And everyone seems to be in agreement that, just like refuse any orders about under $5. So that makes me think about people out there waiting on their chicken nugs and they just keep getting like, they're just waiting for someone to pick up that order, but it just keeps getting passed around driver to driver. So people just, just tip $5. That's all you got to do. $5. I was talking. So, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, I don't have a fucking car anymore. Yeah. Um, so I've been taking Uber quite often, like getting, coming back from my job. I was talking to one of them and they were like, I, I used to be a Uber Eats guy. And one day I pulled up into the gas station and next to me was somebody with a little Uber thing in their windshield. And he was like talking to those guys and they were like, do not do Uber Eats. You need to switch as soon as fucking humanly possible over to Uber. And he was just like running me through all of like the grievances he had with Uber Eats. And he was like, because I was like, if you, so when you take an Uber, you are more grateful than getting your chicken nuggies you know what i mean like yeah you're definitely. like oh thank god you're here i can now be home now and and also it's like it's so much easier to screw up bringing food to someone like like, like anything could happen and that food's if the food's wrong then it's your fault even though you have nothing to do with it and like they yep. seal the bags so it's like what do you want me to do right like the bags. You, it's like it's like my burger i said no mustard and i'm like yeah that's mcdonald's fault like do you want me to open up the bag with my hands, open your burger up, <laughs> be like, the there's burger. mustard on this. You know what I mean? I don't I don't want people to do that. Like, it's weird because people feel like the, the anger is misdirected at the wrong person. It's, it's, it's directed at the wrong person, at least. Where and, I, and it makes sense in my head, but it's not something that I would think about either, unless someone told like said that to me. And so I understand, like, from the customer's point of view, but it's like, I, I wouldn't expect the Uber driver to look through my burger. You know, I wouldn't want yeah. that. Like I, but I, then again, I'm the guy that's like, oh, I guess I'm just, not, I'm just not gonna have, like, I'm just gonna take this bun off. I don't want mustard. You know, I don't complain about too much. I can't really relate to those guys either. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, treat people better, everyone. Be better. <laughs> 
speaking of being better, Philip changed our fucking notes. So what he did was I think last episode we were talking about wishing they had a night mode. So what he did was he made the fucking like imagine you're looking at a Microsoft Word, but it's completely <laughs> black, right? And the letters are white now. So the way we distinguish stuff, like if I write stuff in, we make it blue, like dark blue, and if he writes stuff in, we make it red because that's just always been our dynamic anyway since the Halo days. But all of my shit is literally unreadable now. <laughs> like I cannot Wait, see really what I wrote. Bad. I can it's, see it fine on mine. It's not that bad. I'm make, I'm being I'm exaggerating <laughs> okay. for comedic effect. But it's so oh, much harder to me. see. It's so much harder. Your shit just pops out and my shit looks like it looks like someone tried to erase it with an eraser, but realized it was in pen. You know what I mean? But it's still rubbed off. It doesn't help that all the stuff around it is still white though. Like the edges of the like the, the top part that has like the file edit views yeah. like menu and the sides are still bright white because there's no night mode and whenever i change this color i end up looking for like a google extension or something that would force it into night mode and it's like i found one that kind of worked but whenever i put it on i came back to this document and it re-inverted it so the black was then white so i couldn't <laughs> read this document and i'm like look this is just annoying i'm just gonna just gonna deal with it so i don't even know how now, you did this well, Nave, I'm not going to go over it in the pod, <laughs> but we can. I'll talk about it later. So we didn't get to play too many, like, listener at home. We will get to our game at hand, but we didn't actually play. This is more of a retro coverage. But what we did do with our time instead of playing this game is we both went to the movies and Nave saw the new Matrix and I saw the new Spider-Man. So no crazy spoilers, Nave. How was Matrix? It's fucking awesome, dude holy shit i'm a i'm a real big fan of the matrix like i even like the sequels you know like a lot of people like as a kid i thought the second movie was the best but that's because i didn't understand the first movie so what i thought was like the first and last movie had so much exposition and plot and the second movie was just fucking action 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 (laughs) all the time you know what i mean that's all i wanted was like i i liked the old mortal Kombat movie too i even liked the sequel a little bit so i maybe i don't know movies too good but um the, this new movie is amazing, and the only thing I can say, because of course I'm not going to spoil it, I want to spoil it so bad. Like Not like the ending or the story or anything, but the beginning threw me for such a fucking loop. It is so meta. This is the most meta shit I have ever seen. Like I was watching it just like holding my head, hands on my head. Like This is like – this is great. You know what I mean? It un- Unfortunately, I think the rest of the movie just kind of petered off for me because it just went into the – as soon as like – because you know – the the red pill blue pill thing as soon as that decision was made it just kind of went into the matrix and i was like okay now i know where i am but the beginning was very awesome and i if you like video games i fucking highly recommend checking this fucking movie out especially if you liked the original trilogy but if you like the original trilogy you're probably going to go watch the movie anyway so like it literally just released today and me i took my mom to go watch it because you know she's been fucking making sure i'm alive so i thought maybe i pay her (laughs) a little a little bit of something but um I, I was I was fucking wigging out like I I don't know if like the Metacritic's gonna be bad or Rotten Tomatoes or whatever but me personally I enjoyed I I don't watch movies at all and I enjoyed going out and seeing that we saw it in the IMAX so it was all fucking huge and great so go I I recommend go checking it out how often does he start to believe in the movie um quite often that's <laughs> now that I think about it <laughs> I was gonna say not at all but yeah quite often he believes Good. in many things. 
also everyone was talking about you know because uh Lawrence Fishburne isn't Morpheus in the game in the in the game in the movie it is it is explained canonically like it is explained like that that isn't just glossed over like they just decided not to have they just recast him yeah um and he he well I can't talk about it go talk about your fucking Marvel movie is it Marvel or Sony Either way, I saw I saw the new Spider-Man. Have you seen Spider-Man? Like all the Spider-Mans and the Spider-Men? Um, no. I I've seen the original three, and I never watched another Spider-Man movie. Okay. I've seen him in the Marvel universe, obviously, but I I don't think I ever watched his own specific movies because I I didn't I don't know if I like the the character like the the actor as the Spider-Man. I think he does a good job, but in my head, oh. Spider-Man is always Tobey Maguire. So it just Same. feels weird seeing other people. Which, speaking of uh, the actor, was name like Tom Holland or something like that in your yeah. in the Matrix movie? Did you see the trailer with him? Uh, yeah, uh, I saw. Not well. What trailer? You know the one I'm talking about, Uncharted. Yes, Uncharted. Okay, that's yeah. what I was about to say. Because the the weird thing was is there was an there was that Uncharted thing, and I think there was also a Spider-Man tie-in movie that also was uh, had a trailer. For like a vampire character, I don't. Oh, if, if you yeah. guys like comics, I'm like sorry. Mobius or something. Yeah, and it was the uh, Jared Leto. Yeah. Which at first I saw Jared Leto and I was like, oh cool, fucking fuck yeah. Once I realized it was a Spider-Man tie-in movie, I was like, oh, I don't know if I care about this anymore. I don't know yeah. what it is, man. It just fucking flips a fucking switch off in my head. Like I just, it's so, it's so hypocritical. I know, but <laughs> it just fucking does it. I can't help it. I'm a fucking human being. I just. Don't really so, like car- comic books. Not even about comic books. Like Spider-Man has always been like kind of special to me. Like I remember my older sister, she took me to see like the first Spider-Man. And after that, she took me to see the second Spider-Man in theaters. So I've been like watching it growing up. Like Spider-Man's yeah. my boy, you know? And of course, everybody loves like the classic Spider-Man PlayStation game where you can put oh, in yeah. a cheat code and play as the Green Goblin. Be like, Spider-Man, we're not so different, you and I. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, that dude's in that movie, isn't he? Wow, spoilers, Nate, but okay. <laughs> he is. I thought that was the whole point. That's all I see on Twitter. I'm sorry, is that a spoiler? I don't know. I just said I don't like comic book movies, and I know that he was in that movie. Wow. Okay, Nave. You're just wrecking it. Okay, but this. Did you know Keanu Reeves is in the Matrix? Shut up, (laughs) Nave. Shut up. I'm talking about Spider-Man here. Spider-Man. Yeah, (laughs) Spider-Man. We're not so different. And Spider-Man. This has to be the best Spider-Man movie I've ever seen. Because I know, like, I had seen like the the was it like Long Way or. Spider-Man's European Adventure. I don't even remember what it was called. The they last one. Home in the name. In yeah. It, okay. It, I noticed. Oh yeah, because like Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home, and Far then from, No Way Home okay. or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, No Way Home's a new one. Far From Home was just kind of like mid-tier. It had Donnie Darko in it, which I like that part. But what's his name? I like that actor too. Oh, what's his name? He was in the The Day After Tomorrow, and yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah, he's he's okay. Someone's yelling at us. I'm I'm. I'm always imagining we're just pissing someone off (laughs) (laughs) that's listening to our fucking I'm unsubscribing or whatever you do to podcasts. Because you didn't know Donnie Darko's name. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that one was just okay. I felt personally to me it was just okay. But this one just like blew my mind. Like this will forever be the ultimate Spider-Man movie. And not like Ultimate Spider-Man, like Ultimate Spider-Man, the game or the comics, but just like the the final Spider-Man movie. Oh, it's ending the thing. I don't know if it's ending. I, I think it's I supposed to be I ending this run. 
I might have just misunderstood you. I don't know. Do you think it's better than the animated Spider-Man movie? Because I see people throwing that one around a lot. I think what's his, the Black Kid? I, what is his name? Black oh, Spider-Man. Oh, Spider Verse. Yeah, Spider Verse was really Miles good. Miles Morales, too. I think. Yeah, but they're supposed to be coming out with a Spider Verse two. That one's apparently coming at some point, and I'm sure that's going to be a bop as well. Yeah, I see a lot of memes for it. I mean, that one I might watch. I like animation. Like it's easier to if it's animated to to fucking mind wipe yourself of Tobey Maguire. Almost said Tom Holland. Also, so, I don't know what I'm talking about. Did you about. watch uh, Arcane yet? League of Legends? No. I see... Okay, so a lot of people... Okay, so in the Snark Tank, the Chris Raygun, one of his least favorite... His least favorite band, like, in the universe, because Imagine they're Dragons. everywhere, is Imagine Dragons. And yeah. I also dislike Imagine Dragons just because I think their music is very mundane. But but he hates them because he feels like the universe is specifically targeting him. <laughs> the Imagine Dragons? Yeah, like, he, like I don't remember. He was watching something and Imagine Dragons was playing live. And he's like, what? Why are they here? Was it the Game Awards? I don't know. It was it was something like that. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. That's all I think about when I think about that arcane, though, is of how much he was upset that Imagine Dragons did the theme song. And he refuses to watch it. They're, and they're trying to convince him to just skip the intro. And he's like, no. <laughs> that would just be the <laughs> God. Well, uh, it's really good. You need to watch that as well. It, it like the animation style. It looks like 3D, like kind of a like a Borderlands esque like yeah. cell shading. But then it looks like they do like 2D images on top of the 3D. So like the explosion waves look like like in Wind Waker. You know, kind of like how the bomb explosions have like yeah. the wispy curls. Like there's a lot of that effect on top of the 3D heavy lined images i don't even know how to describe this art style it makes sense though. i know what you're saying yeah okay which uh i think that kind of covers our games we play news and updates now i have a message for our co-op partners at home so co-op partners we love making content for you here at gaming together and we want to make more but sadly we got bills to pay i'm out there running DoorDashes. nave is Picking up extra shifts down at the mail office non-voluntarily. Yeah, <laughs> not volunteering for that. But if every one of our listeners became a $1 a month recaring donor, Nave can quit his job and create more content. Man, I drank last night with a couple of my friends, and I have this like pain right on my fucking left eyebrow. And I, I need to text them and ask them if someone punched me in the head last night. <laughs> because that sounds like something we just get start wrestling and fucking get whopped in the fucking skull. So, co-op partners, the link down below. Please click <laughs> on our Patreon and become a monthly recurring donator. All right, Nate. Yes. Did you do our Twitter thing? No, I didn't even know what. I don't know if you noticed what the Zencaster link is today, but um, let me look. What is this? Do you see what it says? Yeah, it's uh, the name of this episode is apparently whatever this game is. Nate, you <laughs> yeah, I didn't prepared. Know. Yeah, I didn't know we were supposed to do Halo, and he so he's been telling me, he's been asking me if I finished Halo yet for like a week, and I thought he just really, really wanted to talk about the end or something. I was just like, no. And then like two days ago, he's like, we really need to record this Halo episode or something like that, and I was like, (gasps) (laughs) oh no, (laughs) was I supposed to beat this game for an episode? You're giving me a pain in my eyebrow right now. You got the fucking anime twitching, yeah. whatever it is. The big the lines. vein popping. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a, is that what that's supposed to be? Yeah, I think it's supposed to be like a vein bulging on your head. Dude, I'm going to be honest. That makes so much sense. <laughs> that makes more sense than what I thought it was. I always thought it was just like a kanji of something. 
and it would just it when it was like old and it was just a recurring fucking meme like they just always they were just like ever like you know how they get like lines over their head or like a sweat yeah. drops down like all of those different things like i thought it was just like a kanji of something and i just never bothered thinking about it and with that <laughs> if, if people don't watch anime we just fucking they have okay. no idea what we're talking about <laughs> i'm sure they know what we're talking about like anytime something happens that's like not dramatic the characters will usually have a weird basically an emoji on their head of different shapes to express emotions all right yep. and with that let's uh let's hit our game of the week with a quick break dun, 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 dun. three two one also you put episode 32 payday it's episode 33 i just and want we're you back. to know that in so, case you <laughs> Dave, our our game of the week is basically two games like we did with left for dead Payday the Heist, and then Payday 2, which we wanted to get our close friend William, also known as Shadows the Bomb on the pod, shout out to William, for being like one of the most common people we played this game with, but he was too busy. Guess we're going to have to delete that episode like we keep threatening that we did with him before. Yeah, we told him we're going to delete his Love for Dead episode, and now we're actually going to do it. Which that would be weird if he came back for the other Love for Dead game. Well, I guess we did Vermintide also, didn't we? Yeah. And I guess we also did Back for Blood. We really like this game loop. Yeah, this is a uh, four-person co-op shooter, much like the Left 4 Deads and the Vermintides. Let's, uh, before we hit the game, what was, like, your first experience with this game or its series? Uh, William bought the game for me and was like, look at this gift I've given you. Looks like you're obligated to play with me. And Dude, I, was like, I guess I am. Steam <laughs> was I doing, like, the four-packs? Yeah, yeah, and... the Steam four-pack. Yeah, and so Shadow, with his uh, rich Amazon money, bought the game and said, look, I'm gifting this to you. Now you have to play with us. And I'm like, all right, if you twist my arm, I'll play with you. <laughs> I don't even th- – was my copy even supposed to be for me? I think it was supposed to be for someone else, and they were just like, no, yeah, I'm not doing you just that. <laughs> get locked in soon enough or something. Something. So in this game, uh, quick little brief run through. It's a group of four characters, all in suits, very reservoir dogs. You go into different establishments, including a diamond reservoir at one point, and you rob them like you rob a bank. Big heist. And you. I should watch Reservoir Dogs. I keep hearing people talk about it. Also, Nave, uh, I even made old videos nine years ago about this game, and I linked them to you. Did you have a chance to watch them? No. When did you do that? Earlier today. Oh. Don't watch them. It's really cringy how how I talked whenever I was 19 years old. Tuv plays first World Bank. Dude, you know what's funny? I went back and watched some of your videos, and I was, like, watching you with a cactus or whatever. And I'm just like, <laughs> dude, Philip has been the same. <laughs> Philip is no, the same since <laughs> God, I was like, such an idiot back then. <laughs> dude, some of, the, some of the things you would say, I just would laugh because you're like, you're like you got to break a piece off. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't remember what you'd say, but I'm just like. It's the same sense of humor almost. And I'm just like, the way that the delivery is is fucking hilarious. If you want to see baby Philip. God, you know, I don't know if this is for everyone, but I assumed it's universal. Like any Philip in the past, I just assumed that guy was an idiot. And he didn't know <laughs> what he was doing. And so like anytime like I said something, I'm like, well, I'm sure future Philip can handle this. As I just go <laughs> along my day. But yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel that way too. Honestly, when I look at my old videos, I have really old videos that I'm like, I know if I put effort into something or not. And I'm just like, yeah, I didn't put effort into this. This sucks. 
But sometimes I'll watch something. I'm like, this sucks, but I'm so impressed that I managed to do this. <laughs> like this is this is a a feat of miraculous proportions. That stupid me was able to figure this shit out. <laughs> you say that too, but we had nothing but time back then, which is just crazy to think now that I feel like we're so busy with our adult lives. Yeah. But back when we were like 17 years old and making dumb internet videos, which I'm never going to delete those, no matter how embarrassingly cringe they are. Oh, I definitely privated mine. Oh, I'm really? Fucking, you coward. Yeah, I'm a coward. It sucks. But I, I started putting fucking like legitimate video game walkthroughs out. I couldn't have people see me play <laughs> horror games following that trend of fucking yeah. being scared at horror games. Because, spoiler alert, I haven't been scared of horror games for a fucking long time. So anytime you see – if anyone finds out how to get those videos, I am not actually scared. That makes it even more cringeworthy. Like I am playing it up. I'm like, oh, oh this is no. probably something someone would be scared about. Occasionally, I did get actually like jump scared because I was like in that mood. I was like, be jump scared, get scared at something. If something jumps out, jump it. But sometimes something would actually legitimately freak me out. My phone. Anyways, is up. payday, payday. Do you hear that? Yes, I hear that. I'm gonna mute it. Go ahead and talk. Anyways, payday, developed by Overkill Software, which I did not put what other games they were known for because it's mostly payday. And they are even working on Payday 3 that's supposed to come out in 2023, maybe a future game we play. And it was uh, published by Daybreak Games for the first one. And the second one was published by Sony Online Entertainment, but was later renamed to 505 Games, known for Cooking Mama and Zumba Fitness. (laughs) Did you hear that fucking shit about Cooking Mama, the one on the Switch? No, what's wrong with it? Because Holy I was looking shit, at it dude. like yesterday oh my we God. were in Walmart. It is like it is like some conspiratorial fucking this is the video game Alex Jones moment. Like looking at this shit, dude. It was like it was supposed to be it was like it got taken off the store. I guess it was supposed to be like a crypto mining fucking scam or something. Really? Like the people the people like down the people released it and it was like fuck I think it was like I don't okay so only the things that okay so I know for a fact that people thought it was a crypto mining currency thing. I don't think that's true. But also, they randomly – I hope I'm not getting this game confused with another cooking-based fucking casual game. But it was supposed to only be on Switch, but they were like, we're releasing this on PlayStation 4. And the people who own the IP were like, no, you're not. And they were like, yeah, it's already done. And they, I think they released it on the PS4 just randomly. And then they, it got taken down, and like they're getting sued. I don't know what's going on like with this fucking franchise, but that it, there's some crazy – like they're like based out of somewhere in America, just some rural fucking state like Utah or something. You know, like it's just yeah. some random fucking plays. I don't know where I'm getting probably sacred symbols. Like I, that's why I, I realize every time I'm spouting some random shit off and I'm like, I have no idea where I got this information from. It's usually from sacred symbols, like an old fucking years old episode of it that I just don't remember. See, you completely. know, that's the kind of controversy I want to see in my games. I'm tired of all this like blizzard Activision, China sexual harassment stuff that's going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like where is the underground crypto farms, you know, with a, <laughs> a secret base in Utah where they're slowly taking over everybody's switch to mine dogecoin or something like that dogecoin doggy coin i don't even know how it's pronounced i used to say doggy until what's his name caleb caleb yelled at me for it i think and then i think he started saying it to make fun of me but then i think he unironically calls it doggy also i don't remember i haven't <laughs> talked to them in a while we need to fucking play some payday with them or something whatever the fuck they do these days that fucking, i'm not even sure what they play dude the super it's only a fucking crypto fucking it is a crypto chat you look you in know, there every now and then. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? That we're like getting into like become adults because our Discord has evolved from just. 
sharing crap memes and saying, hey, you guys play this game. You guys want to play a game to all of a sudden there's nothing but crypto stock market posts, links to Reddit, <laughs> Ape Strong, just stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. diamond like, hands. I don't know what that means. Yeah. But Excuse me. We heavy? play games here. You know, this like and it's even named after an old flash game, like super transforming dinosaurs that she lasers when they roar. That's that's the name of our old discord server, by the way. But now we just talk about crypto. It's, it's that's really about sad. A flash game. I thought you made that up. No, it was a flash game that we played at school, dude, because I do you remember in Halo three? I think we talked about this before, but we had two clans, the army of Knave and then the super transforming the super the dinosaurs that transform lasers <laughs> yeah. roaring or whatever. Yeah. Right. Like. I, I remember that shit. I remember this guy named John, and uh, he got a tattoo of his fucking... He got a tattoo of his, like... Because in Halo 3, you get a letter and then two numbers. Like, I was A93. And he tattooed that, and then he tattooed Army of Knave under that. Because we were taking it seriously. We were trying to murder Philip and William and Caleb and everyone else who aligned with him. Steven. Good times. Yeah, what and that's where Army of Knave right came from. That's, okay. by the way, in case. It's supposed. To, it's like Army of One... You know how the the old army slogan is army of one or whatever. I I, I just army of knave just because I you know I'm a, I'm a lone boy I guess I don't know what I was, I was trying to make. But also what sucks is like knave. There's a branch of the military called the navy, and so if you yes. ever try to find army of knave, it always just pulls up like army versus navy football or whatever. You know what I mean? It never pulls up my YouTube channel. So let's talk about payday. All so right. Dave, each heist begins with all the characters walking into the the bank or whatever you're robbing. And at that point, you can like ping things like you can mark security guards, alarm buttons. Uh, you can mark cameras and stuff like that. And you can case the joint before it starts. You're supposed and, to. Yeah, you're supposed to. Whereas like on the easy modes, like basically we would just say we're going loud and you would put put on your little your mask, which you could get a custom mask that you'd wear. And then you just start shooting things. And what was interesting is like the game discouraged killing civilians or just killing in general, I think, because the more people you killed, the the more the police would come to try and stop you and the more they would assault. And so you would be defending from hordes of police as you're trying to break into the vault. And there was always like multiple steps. Like the main one was like First World Bank, which was just like a, a United States bank where you would have to you have to get like a key card from the manager. You have to get uh, his passcode, too. So you could like two factor authenticate and get into the lower like basement of the bank. Then you would get to the vault where you'd have to set up like a thermite drill to drill through the lock to unlock. And it was like the drill would always get jammed. I don't know where they're getting these drills from, but you would have to go back and fix the drill because it would get jammed to like set it back up. Or no, was it that? No, that was it. It's like sometimes it would either it would get jammed or if you didn't use the drill, there'd be like liquid thermite that you would have somebody stash in like an air vent inside the, the thing and you would get it and you'd use it to melt through the locks and it was always like an overcomplicated plan, but it was always very cool to go through. And it would always like break down. <laughs> Did you mention that? I forget. Yeah. What are you falling asleep over there? Yeah, the drill <laughs> would break constantly. Yeah, the, you'd have to have someone standing there just to fucking fix it. But uh, there, and I don't remember the first game too well. Mostly, when I think about Payday, I think about the second game. Yeah, but um, you get like a bunch of skill trees and I would always be a character that makes the turret and also like fixes the drill fast. I don't know what it is about being a utility to the team, but I like to feel useful. I don't like to murder so much. 
So, I mean, I, I was fucking fighting. I wasn't a pacifist, but like William would always really try to get into the casing and getting in and out without fighting. I don't, I liked fighting more, but I also liked being able to like, uh, like speed shit up. Well, you know, uh, it's funny you bring up William again, old shadow, but I remember he would almost take the fun out of the game too, because there were a couple missions that you can 100% stealth mode. And so he would go in full skill tree and just stealth and he could basically complete the whole mission by himself while we would just stand by the getaway van and he would just throw <laughs> bags of money out like windows and we would just pick it up and throw it in the truck and we would just do that over and over and over again and it was like you would level up your rep to get more skill points to make your character like stronger and it became more efficient for us to restart the level than to try to finish it when we were going loud. It was like easier to just keep everything in stealth mode. And yeah. I don't remember who said it, but there was like some game journalist that said, like, if you give the player a chance to like remove the fun from the game just to perform better, the player will remove the fun every time they like have a chance to. And we would just like, I would just AFK, just let Shadow play the game for me. So just I could eat some ramen. Yeah. Like, it's just this weird monkey thing in my brain where I'm like, I'd rather not play the game and win than to play the game and maybe lose, you know? I, it makes sense because I definitely do that. I, I will take the fun out of a game just to, like, min-max sometimes. It depends on what kind of game it is. But, like, I'm specifically thinking of, like, Clicker Hero or something. <laughs> like, you know, I will, I will, like, hardcore go into the fucking Reddit, find the fucking most, like, the, the most streamlined efficient way like i used to have a google doc of oh, no. the fucking clicker hero where you type in how many souls you have which fucking like gods you worship or whatever the fuck that game is like i can't even remember <laughs> it's hardcore it used to be the only thing in my google drive was that one thing that spreadsheet which is a thing to marvel at dude i wish i still had it so i could send it to you but there was so much math behind it like it was insane like there were charts it was really cool to look at, actually. Like, someone put a lot of time into that, or, or multiple people. I assume it was a lot of people. Yeah, it's probably a, an open-source group effort to yeah. basically un, unmake the game so that you had the most efficient strategy. Basically. And there were, like, multiple different paths. You can be, like, completely idle, or you can be active, or you can be hybrid, where it, it works well when you're offline, but whenever you're online, you're, like, playing it for a little bit i don't know i was doing the idol because i am a lazy bitch so we highlight how it's not fun to play payday but let's talk about more of the fun ways so this game is like it really rewards like a streamlined team of good coordination like in the video i linked nave like i didn't even remember exactly like how we played it but literally we started out and like shadow is literally like our lead dog he's like hey team like do this do this do this and then we're doing call outs where you know, Caleb is saying, like, I got all the cameras on the ground floor and I'm, I'm doing calls like, hey, the key cards up here or the managers up here. And we spend, I don't even not even like two minutes and we have the place fully cased where we're yeah. ready to just let it go. And I was also the turret guy. And so I'm laying down my turrets like right at the front door, like right during the assaults. We're all working together. I'm standing by the drill because I'm the more efficient drill fixer. Like we had a... <laughs> a team ready to go yeah and those kinds of games like it really is satisfying to like get the plan to, to just go off without a hitch you know what i mean but sometimes the plans are lame and sometimes it's just fun to shoot people yeah. <laughs> like, i don't know and that's what i'm saying like 
The hitches were the fun part, though. The number one thing is I always remember is yelling, get to the van, whenever the <laughs> getaway van would show up. Because at that point, you have duffels and duffels, like so many duffel bags full of cash. Because like we like it'll be a timer, like getaway van's going to be here in two minutes. Cops are still pouring in. We've made it into the vault. At this point, we are just putting money in bags. And it's like, how many bags can we get out? Because each character can only carry one bag at a time. But there's like nine bags in the vault. So (laughs) what are we going to do here? Yeah. And so we're doing like little fireman monkey chains of just like throwing bags (laughs) down the hallway, just like chucking them. Meanwhile, shooting cops at the same time. And then we finally like get to the back and we have like one bag left and i'm like i'm going back for the last bag and then it's like like, don't do it tough no don't do it don't do it and i'm like i gotta get that last 200 grand (laughs) and it's like you run in there and i'm like okay i'm at half health i think i can make it and like i get down there and i have the bag and i'm just like i throw it for the truck and i'm like grab the bag grab the bag just as i like get gunned down and then i'm laying (laughs) on the ground and they're like we gotta leave him behind (laughs) (laughs) and then it just leaves you behind which you do yeah. take like a negative when you leave somebody behind, but usually it's worth it to get that last bag. The the thing with that is like it's always more fun when the plan fucking falls apart. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's so because I, I I used to think stuff like that. Like in a video game, something like terrible happens. I'm like, of course it fucking went wrong. You know what I mean? Like, but it's like, would you rather? It would be so Uncharted would be so boring if shit just didn't go wrong fucking constantly. You know what I mean? I don't know yeah. how much Uncharted you played, but None. Uncharted's on my fucking brain, dude. You should play it. It's very good. I think Uncharted, the quadrility, I don't know what it's fucking called when there's four of them, but um, the four Uncharted games are worth getting a PlayStation 4, especially since, you know, they're cheaper for getting a PS5. But the Uncharted, especially the fourth one, like the way it wraps up, it's very good. Anyway. It'll come to Steam eventually, Shit is always, I'm sure. Yeah, I think, I think it probably will go to Steam. I think it's supposed to, actually. I think that got leaked a long time ago. That shit's always going wrong. That was my, in my head. That's the game I think of where something hor- completely bombastic, like fucking fails. Like, and yeah. you just have like you're hanging out of a fucking plane or you're hanging off of a fucking train that derailed. Like something ridiculous is always happening. Well, have you ever thing, had Yuhu? Yes, I've had Yuhu. Now, just remember, we used to like be in scouts and we would go and get Yuhus from the vending machine. Dude, they're so good. My mom fucking bought me a fucking twelve pack of them. I've just been slowly drinking them. Oh, that's nice. It says chocolate drink. Like, so it's like, what is the, like, <laughs> yeah, what is actually vague. in this? I don't know, but it's a good source of vitamins, apparently. So I'm drinking the shit out of them. So when things go wrong, it's always nice. But what was kind of interesting about this game is you really needed to do the casing part because it was Left 4 Dead style randomized each time you went into it. Like, yeah. uh, if we're just looking at the normal bank vanilla level. The manager be a different place. Cameras are a different place. The silent alarms are in different locations. And like there were so many different levels. Each one had like its own little tick. Like there's like one where you're stealing art from a museum. That's the but, one I was thinking of. Yeah. But some of the art was like fake or something like that. I can't remember exactly what the twist was. But you never knew which painting you were trying to steal. Steal. Steal? Steal, yeah. Steal. Not still. Still. <laughs> Sorry, my uh, Oklahoma is coming out. So you would have to like look around and the guards are randomized and if the guards don't check in on their radios every once in a while like because you can always walk in knock out the guards and you know handcuff them or make them cuff themselves but then if they don't answer their radios like every three minutes then they're going to send somebody to check on them 
or trip the silent alarm. So like someone would, uh, their little radio would go off and you have to run over to them real quick and click on their walkie talkie and be like, yep, everything's okay here. Nothing strange going on. <laughs> They're like, you have a cold mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> the, what was I about to say? Oh yeah. You could, but there's things like you, you had zip ties. And like that was one of like the perks you can get is like you could have more zip ties so you can zip tie more because you could zip tie like civ- civilians too for hostages and stuff. Yeah. Right? Am I making that up? No, okay. that, no, that sounds that, was the that thing. sounds dark. No, <laughs> but I know it is. Like this game, you're you're bad people. Okay, like just get out of the way. You're you're the bad guys. You're shooting cops. You're taking hostages. It's it's rough, but I mean it's America, right? You got to make that money, dude. That reminds like okay. <laughs> Should I talk about this? In Dungeons and Daddies, there's a fucking they. Oh, you guys have to fucking listen to this show. It's so funny. <laughs> How do I talk? Okay, so basically they're in a big contest, right? And and they have like a kid with them, and they're gonna kill this guy. And it becomes this like 25 minute moral dilemma if they should kill this guy in front of this kid. <laughs> and, oh no! <laughs> yeah, but it was it, that was the end of the episode. And then the next episode started, and the guy is like, "Okay, I need to make everyone like fucking super space Nazis or something, so that you can cl- just kill them without." He's like, "I didn't want this to become Spec Ops: The Line, <laughs> where every <laughs> single fucking confrontation took an entire episode to resolve." But I'm just like, dude, because these guys play video games. Like, they clearly do. They're constantly talking, like, making video game references. Like, they're they're about to fight a boss. It's like, is there an autosave? Is there, like, health packs around and loot and stuff? And it's like, yes. You, yes, you find a bunch of ammo crates. <laughs> and uh, It's so good. Anyway, everything gets – that's been my primary thing I've been consuming. So everything's going through that fucking – everything's, like, pinging off of that part of my brain. Everything – that I'm being reminded of. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Well, you know, moral dilemmas are always a problem. Like remember, uh, when we were playing dead space, I think you even recorded this one bit where there was a, like a, a highway with a lot of cars driving on it. And yeah. this is right when they gave us the stasis. And I'm like, I bet I could use my stasis to slow down these cars. And I use my stasis. And of course it causes a huge wreck <laughs> killing hundreds of people. And I even say in the video, like I knew I could do it, but I never thought should, <laughs> should I do it? Well, the thing is, is that they, in the game say, this is an unmanned highway. Those are automated oh, oh, cars. Okay. Yeah. But I cut that part out of the video. I'm pretty sure because I thought it was funnier, <laughs> but, yeah. but we did not know. So neither of us heard that part. We were too busy, like talking and bullshitting, you know? As as friends do, that's why horror games don't work in co-op because you're just sitting there talking with your bud the whole time. Which, as we've gotten, like, I don't know if it's just um, the modern sentiments or something like that, but I feel like morality in games has definitely been more of a focus. It's like, weird because have you you heard about all that China? I know we just said we we didn't want less of the China talk, but um, that's one of the things. Like they they're really cracking down on a lot of things, and moral choice is one of them. Like. They like the companies that they that they their fucking slimy tentacles are controlling now. They're strongly de de incentivizing being able to make a choice. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. It's super weird. Like they're what are you doing? <laughs> Which, where are you? Which, by the way, I'm I'm get, I'm really 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 close to promotions. So Good. hopefully, like you know how every Wednesday I've had off. That's because I've got a hold down on a route now. So, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean I actually have a route yet. But eventually, I'm gonna start getting like vacation time and shit and i should actually start being able to like ask off and reliably get it off you know little stability do good for fucking making a podcast <laughs> it, it would and we're back and we're back from that improv break yeah i don't remember what we were talking about but i did yeah, it, got, little... it got real 
I uh, did have one little discussion point I wanted to bring up, Nave. So we play, uh, like, as you said earlier, like, uh, this is completely un- unexpected you to bring up how we keep playing these four-person co-op shooters. What would be your, like, design for one of these four-person co-op shooters? Because we've got zombies. That's an easy one. We got bank robbing. We got medieval, whatever the vermintide is. Hmm. Are you just, like, the enemies? Like, what kind of setting? Yeah, because like for my example, I was thinking, okay, a kitchen based, like I, I was playing Kill It With Fire for a little bit. Like I don't know if you played that one where it's just no, it's a physics based <clears throat> spider killing simulator. I don't even know how to describe it. It's really silly. But anyways, I was thinking a game where you are in a kitchen, you have to cook food. And at the same time, while you're in the kitchen, kind of... um like Call of Duty zombies. Like I haven't played any of the new ones, but the old one, Call of Duty World of War zombies, and they're like busting yeah. in windows and stuff like that, have like, I don't know, animals trying to come in and steal your food or something like that. We're like, <laughs> oh God, it's a tank. When really it's just like a grizzly bear burst through one of the kitchen doors. <laughs> and he's like, rawr, rawr, and he's like trying to grab the cake that you've been like very carefully placing strawberries on to make it look like <laughs> he's like he's going for the cake <laughs> you know like get all this the fucking auto shot weaponry. yeah like maybe it's a shotgun that fires out like olives or something like that like it's all like food related though that reminds me there's this game that i saw on the store it was on sale i think or maybe it's on game pass i don't think it's on game pass but um it's like uh like a uh, weapon farmers or something and the game is like a multiplayer shooter where I wish I knew what it was called so I could actually shout it out. But it's like where your bullets... So say you have a machine gun. It's like a piece of corn, like a corn stalk. Yeah. And wherever you shoot, another corn crop comes out with a gun on it. So that you, th- so you, there's just a bunch of fucking... Tra- like a big trail of like more machine guns coming out. Or like there's a rocket launcher corn and stuff or shotgun corn. And every time you shoot the ground, like the, the dirt... It makes more guns. And I was like, this is an inter- interesting idea, but I know what, if I spent $15 on this game, there'd be nobody playing it. So I'm not going to spend yeah. $15 on it. But um, that's what you, you're making me think of with guns that shoot whatever you said, pancakes or whatever. Well, yeah, but I was thinking like, like so you'd have characters that, of course, have perks or something like that to help them cook better. And maybe like instead of having like health for your character that like decreases – the animals are attacking like your stores of food like no there's coyotes eating the potatoes and you're just like, <laughs> like trying to shoot look at pete uh, PETA hates this idea yeah well no I mean, we'll, shoot him with, we'll shoot him with food or something not lois griffin saying peter but PETA. oh do you anyway, have an idea for a, a first person or four person co-op shooter in my head i've had like a lot of like i've been thinking about we need more like spinoff games you know, like Halo Wars or Gears Tactics. I would, I was thinking immediately, like if there was a Halo version of this, but it was like it had to differentiate it, itself somehow, like maybe be third person or something. But what if you were like four ODSTs or just normal Marines, just fucking fighting out of Mombasa? You know what I mean? Well, I have, I have ODST on the mind specifically, so that's why I said Mombasa also. Yeah, yeah. But, I'm like you just described ODST. <laughs> yeah. Well, anywhere else, <laughs> anywhere else. There's because there's like millions of fucking not millions. There's a bunch of planets that canonically there are humans on, right? There yeah. could be some pretty or like you're fighting the flood, just getting out. I mean, it, that's just kind of zombies. But anyways, it's I mean, hard I'd to do because it's like a Halo Left 4 Dead. That sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, like, or I mean, just any of them. Four is a motorsport. <laughs> <Is it forza? laughs> i don't know 
<laughs> just another just get another ip uh you know, and just uh, fucking throw left for dead on it it's funny you bring up forza but like i was trying to figure out what future games like i've been adding so many games to our list i don't know if you noticed but our list of games to play and i was like hey you know what is like the top co-op games for 2021 now 2021 is almost over and forza was ranked very highly as like a game worth playing with a bro and i'm like yeah is, this, is it co-op what does that even mean? Well, it's not, but you, I think you can race with people, and I think you can drive around with people in the overworld, like Burnout Paradise, which we could also do. Burnout Paradise Remastered is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I own that I on, like, three systems don't now. Know. Because the thing is, is that all of the cars are just people on your friends list, which is pretty cool. It kind of gives gets you, like, and if they actively play the game also, it, like, it knows how good they are, and it will, like, scale them. Like, really? their difficulty, That's I think. Funny. It's called your drive avatar. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then you, you just develop, like beefs with some of them or there's some because like i have like i added like chris reagan and i'll see him and i'm like i'll fuck you up chris reagan <laughs> i'm oh like God. pointing them out specifically wasn't there like but, a call of duty that would name the bots after your friends when you play like bot matches was it world at war maybe might that might be the no, only one i can think i don't know of. if they had i don't know why but in my head that i thought i immediately thought world at war but i don't even know what you're talking about so Okay, definitely one of the Call of Duties. I saw someone else playing it, and they were just doing like a practice round or something like that, and all the bots had names from their friends list on them, and I thought that was so awesome. That's stuff I love to see. I'm going to Google it real quick. Okay. It's not good enough. Damn you, Bing! Using Bing? Come on, man. Yeah, I got to get those reward points, buddy. How do you think I How do you think I don't pay for gold and shit? It's because I fucking use Bing. I of use course. Bing to Bing Google, and then Google what I want. <laughs> but it counts which let's see god so dumb uh, actually with like gold and uh game pass or whatever i was able to do the home xbox thing with both my daughter's xboxes like i put oh, yeah. it on one of their accounts and gave that to the other daughter so that she had one that it was like a home xbox and the other one had like the one that had the account that was actually subscribed to game yeah. pass and gold and stuff like that and it's a good deal. It's a two for one. Yeah, that's what we were doing before. Because before Maddie took that Xbox in the other room, uh, I had my thing signed in on there. That way, um, when friends came over, they could play Rainbow Six Siege and stuff. I think we've already talked about this too. But yeah, game sharing is fucking is sick. I think PlayStation has a version of it too. So the thing is, is like you want to make sure that the Xbox that's the primary Xbox, the one that's used the most, does not have the account as the home. Because yeah. like so like the, my living room Xbox I'm always signed in but the way that it works is if the if the primary uh, account on the Xbox has Xbox Live Gold or Game Pass or whatever then it gives everyone on the Xbox Gold and Game Pass so they don't have to have it that way you only have to pay for one and so since it, I'm making sense I think I think that's enough I don't need to explain it anymore yeah game sharing it works it's just uh, a couple extra steps I think PlayStation's even simpler um, or, if um, you have if you have more questions then uh, write us in at Gaming Together pod at gmail okay i feel like we barely uh, talked about payday then again we didn't play this week this is just uh going off of we talked quite memories. a bit oh, I, yeah. I mean definitely less than most episodes but why why did you think i just did i railroad us into the closing we can keep talking about are, it we, are we closing i didn't even realize we were getting that close well i just okay I don't know what we're talking about. Do you We've have been any discussion points left? A while. We didn't talk about the masks. That's like the first thing I think of when I think of Payday is all the masks. Okay, so the robbers really all wear masks. About it, but <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the masks you, are pretty cool. In the second game, you can like customize your mask, and I think they might even give you like bonuses depending on like which character and which mask you were wearing. Do they? I, I think I thought they did. You know, I here's a remember. question: Can you name the characters? 
the four. No, I think they all have the normal names. Yeah, like there's well, Dallas. Oh, that's see, the only you one got Dallas. There's Dallas. There's Chains. There's one with Does an Chains H. Chains have a Z. No, it's with an S. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't remember. <laughs> what, Hodges, maybe Hodges. I don't know Huskins. any of their names because it's definitely less important than Left 4 Dead. Yeah, it I think matter. they actually do have personalities, and I think they do speak, but. This is a game where you're talking to your buds and like listening to the podcast or something. You're not like you're not you're not getting the lore, so to speak. Well, no, I I think in the first game, like each character, like each has a class assigned to it. Like Dallas is definitely like the front man. And then there's like the technician. Then there's like the ammo bag guy. And then there's whoever oh, really? else the other guy. I think I don't think you could fully customize it in the first one. Yeah. I definitely... The second one is full customization, though. Yeah, they all have the same skill trees and stuff. I definitely think of... I don't even know... Like, the games are so similar. It's the same as, like, Left 4 Dead 1 and 2, where I, I they merge in my fucking head. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. since in Left 4 Dead 2 on Steam, you just get all the Left 4 Dead 1 maps, too. So it's like, why would you even play Left 4 Dead 1 on Steam? <laughs> there's no there's no reason to. But Yeah, but the masks are really cool. Yeah, I don't think they're as cool as, like army of two i wish oh, army of two not. would make a comeback i don't know why but it's so much more metal than fucking payday it is literally like fucking five finger death punch of, of video games you know what i mean does that make any sense okay uh, like i haven't played left or not left for dead uh, army of two in a while but let me see if i can remember what happened in army of two you go to foreign countries such as the Middle East and like Russia and stuff like that. You're like hitman. You kill targets and then you find boatloads of money and gold and cash and stuff like that. That then you, you do air guitar. Yeah, you use that to buy more weapons or to paint your weapons gold and stuff. Yeah. Like that. That's all I remember from those games. I literally played it last year with a friend all the way through in one sitting, and I do not know what the story of that game is. There is a there is a there is an arc. Like there's is a there? there's okay. an, a villain. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> there is a fucking boss fight at the end, but um, all I but like you can like uh, emote to each other, dude. Their games need to have emoting more. Like I don't know what it is, but it's so fun. Like you can headbutt your fucking t- teammate, like make and get them pissed off. I don't I don't know. I think there was like a, a system where it remembered how good nice you were to each other, and how mean you were to each other. I don't I don't know. Makes me think it's of fucking funny. Would emote in a dead space yeah there was no emoting but we just stomp or like there was i don't know in the fucking video that uh i made for our for our dead space episode we were manipulating our characters bodies to where like because you start losing your mind it's like you'll be in an elevator just fucking waiting for the game to be over (laughs) but like if you 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 use your kinesis and like stomp it looks like you're at a fucking uh, yeah yeah it's going crazy know. all right any points you want to hit before we take a break and go to our final words uh no all right yeah, yeah. take a break then boom, boom, boom. and we're back all right nave payday and payday two the heist colon the heist yeah any words you would like to say on it it's pretty fun the game is like um how often do we go into final words and my first thing i say is it's pretty fun <laughs> or it's pretty good <laughs> it's all right like i always ensure them the same way but Game um bad there was there was some kind of exodus in the community like the fan community do you even remember what that was all about i don't it was like years it was it was years ago but like i think it was just about the 
developer and like people being upset with the game kind of like how the titanfall and apex communities are getting pissed off at respawn how they have been handling the games no i didn't know there was some controversy over this game yeah there was a lot of it It was the like the crime wave edition or whatever i don't know what it was all about but it really like i don't know i wish i knew what it was about that way i would have more perspective on it but you know when you see a game just have negative press you just you just associate negativity to it especially if you don't play it that often so I'm like, I don't know what all of that was about, but it kind of like, kind of the Xbox One uh, effect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where now I'm, look, I think about Payday and I think that there was bad stuff going on, but I just, the game itself is fine. You can get a lot of, you can get a lot of mileage out of it. As far as how it ranks against all of the Left 4 Dead genre of games, it's not that high. Like I would, I would like Left 4 Dead to Warhammer Vermintide for sure after that. I don't know if Back for Blood goes, which, by the way, uh, the guys that run Back for Blood, Turtle Rock, purchased by Tencent. Whoa. Tencent returns. Yeah. Not good. Fucking infuriating, actually. But that happened. Um, I don't know. I would, I'd paid aid number three, then Back for Blood, and then World War Z. Maybe those last two can be flipped. You know, it's funny you bring up World War Z. Uh, that's the other game that my daughter's been playing with her little friend. They've been really? playing World War Z, yeah. Have you been watching it? Like, dude, watch them play that. Dude, the hordes in that game, like, literal viscous liquid. They, they, it looks. That's what it looks like. Instead of, like, hordes of zombies, it looks like there's a tidal wave coming. It is one of the... It, that game is worth playing just to experience the horde in that. Like, I've never seen anything like it. I think there's a, a PlayStation-exclusive game that has a similar mechanic where... The zombies just like climb over each other to form towers and shit, kind oh, of yes. like your Pikmin. World of Goo. <laughs> I played that one. Oh, there it is. I forgot the name. The um, the the way like at least look it up on YouTube. Uh, the World War Z video game, like the Horde. It's 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 fantastic to see. Like there, there's a mechanic like where they you're holding them off, but on the other side of like a giant fence. That happens quite often in the game, actually. But then you just sit there watching them climb up, and you're just shredding into them. You know what I mean? Just trying to cut them down so yeah. that it is so cool. And, like, there's always so many of them coming at you that it is impossible. Even with, like, machine gun turrets and shit, you are not killing them all. There are going to be, like, a, a couple dozen getting over that fucking fence to fucking murder you. It's really cool. Oh, and that's me. my review of Payday. Yeah, you got me more excited to play World War Z than play Payday. Yeah, the game is the game is woefully generic, but it's worth at least one playthrough. Of all of the campaign missions, World War Z or Payday? Both? World War Z. I don't. I don't. The, the structure of Payday is weird. Did we even talk about that? Payday 2's structure is like I. I don't know because I never picked the missions. It was always William. But <laughs> you, like you like picked missions off of like a fucking blueprint board or whatever, or a map or something. Like people yeah. called you. I don't know. Well, I think each mission also would have like a little bonus money on it, right? Like the least like it would come out each day and be like hey the hot mission is uh paintings or something like that if you do paintings you'll get like bonus cash if you do like there a, a were, match of that there were some missions that would take multiple days and depending on how the heist went the day before like the day before it would change a little bit of the oh i forgot about day. that yeah the multi-day yeah. heist and so like the painting one you would end up meeting with the buyer if you got the paintings if you didn't like the paintings would go to like a vault and you'd have to break into the vault to get the paintings to make it to day three where you take them to the buyer. But it was harder. Cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, I forgot about that part. Dang, this game might be deeper than I remember. We'll have to do a, a, a return. An actual a re- playthrough of it. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, it was on Game Pass for a long time. I don't think it is anymore. But it 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 goes on sale for like nine or ten dollars, like quite often. It probably is currently on sale right now. All right, let me get into my final words. Starting off, Shadow, I want to thank you for uh, buying this game for me, and I think you probably bought the second game for me as well. <laughs> so yeah, thanks, Shadow, and want to play some more sometime. This game is fun. It's not perfect. In fact, I think it's very not perfect. Uh, I remember the guns being a little clunky and just going back and like watching my old footage. Uh, I can tell I'm having fun personally in the game, but I feel like modern in modern gaming, I could have more fun playing basically any other game. <laughs> like just looking at I'd have more fun playing Left 4 Dead or having playing Back 4 Blood. These four player multiplayer shooter. Well, it is interesting to put it in a heist fashion. It's it feels almost boring compared to what I've seen in Back for Blood. So I or recommend this game. Yeah, even Vermitide. Like those games feel so much more alive because you're traveling to different places. Like this one is definitely very rich in theme, but in overall gameplay, like minute by minute, I don't think it's as interesting because if you boil it down to it in the early game anyways, it was always like go and hold F on something until a bar fills up and then you fight the police until something happens then you move into the next room you go and you activate the next basically bottleneck while you wait for time to pass and then when you finally get to the end you have those run and gun moments of trying to get the bags to the exit so i guess if you're just doing like a uh like you're building up the thrill with like these slow moments in the beginning to like the big assaults or the big push at the end to get away with the money then it's kind of interesting but you know, minute per minute, you can have fun in other places. Yeah, and if you're looking for a narrative, there isn't one. Like, it's not like Back for Blood has a narrative, Left for Dead loosely has a narrative, and, you know, like, Vermintide has a narrative. This game, it is just, you are heisting the place and then leaving, and then going to the next place to heist the thing. And so that might be a little bit why the other games feel more alive, maybe. That's what I was thinking. That was what was going through my head when you said that, but... All right, well, I think that pretty good covers payday so nave do you have some mailer feedback for us uh no but we got a five-star review on good pods from jared moss over at the play along podcast for our last episode and uh, he said if you don't use dark mode then you are a monster laughing with the tears in the face emoji. it's not an option if someone can write in and tell us how to use dark mode on google docs on the chrome browser just let me know how to do it yeah it's important for our eyeballs because <laughs> this this alternative that we have going on i don't know if it's good <laughs> this might be bad for our eyes like just looking at it like this because <laughs> it is literally black paper with white words and red <laughs> words and blue words the worst part is my blue words like next to the white it is it you know that part when you come out of the vault in fallout 3 and yeah. it's all fucking blinding you the sunlight is that's what it feels like i know exactly like what the sun is about. in my face and it's like i'm like maybe i'll full screen and it makes it better to look at no, it looks bad. <laughs> anyway, is that all our feedback? Yeah, that's it. All right. So I forgot to do the I forgot to do the Twitter thing. I didn't know a game we were even doing until like as I was going into the movie theater to watch Matrix. I literally just as soon as we as soon as I got home from the Matrix, we started recording this episode. So, anyways, if you want to send us a message, we have an email: gamertogetherpod at gmail.com. Gaming together. Gaming together. That's what I said. <laughs> also. 
we got a Twitter. We're on Good Pods. Send us some message, peoples. Or if you just want to say hi, say hi. Go to our if Patreon. If you hated our episode, tell us how how bad we did. That too. Interact with us in some in some way or fashion. Yeah, we're normal. We're cool. We're normal people. We're hip. Dirk Dirk Dirk. Yeah. <laughs> what is that Austin Powers fucking bit? Good. You know, Austin Powers comes up more often than you think. Me and Jana were just talking about that. I think we're here. Really? Yes. Did I ever tell you about uh, the the Mike Myers podcast? Mike, Mike Myers has a, or is it is it a Mike Myers fan club podcast? Yeah, it's a, or is it's it? a fan club podcast where they cover the discography, this filmography, filmography, not discography, the filmography of fame actor creator Mike Myers. <laughs> okay, the, you can make a podcast about anything. I guess I don't, that's a yeah. sense. I'm fully caught up. I've listened to all like 40 episodes of them because oh Mike my Myers, god, there's 40. <laughs> <laughs> he's prolific <laughs> well of course there's the there's the shrek movies there's all the austin powers movies there's a couple like 20 movies right there there's one movie there's some movies i've never heard of called like the thin pink line or something like that where he's like it's a documentary and he makes like a guest appearance like this oh, i thought is it was a every, rom-com no he's in rom-com, is he in a rom-com? love guru Oh, I forgot. Dude, I like Love Guru. It's okay. Do you like, did you like the Love Guru? I think, dude, I fucking, that's, I sing that song occasionally, the working nine to five song, but it's that version where Mike Myers is singing it. I don't even know what the original version sounds like. Isn't it, is a chick, right? I'm not sure. Probably. But it's like, uh, that one song, uh, and you ever watch the cable guy with Jim Carrey? Yeah. That's so, that, uh, do you want somebody to love? Dude, I think about the Jim Carrey version. I do not know what the original sounds like. That's fucking, <laughs> is that bad? I don't know. I mean, it seems, it's fine. The good it might comedians. might make me a dumb-dumb. Yeah. But He's like, also- uh, <laughs> I fucking love it, dude. Have you seen The Cat in the Hat? Yeah. I don't, so- I don't, I've, I've erased it from my brain, but yeah, I know it. what it looks like. <laughs> I also raced it from my brain, but then I heard that episode and then I was like, because they just trashed it. I'm like, is it really this bad? I got to go back and rewatch it. So me, Jana, my oldest watched the movie. And at the end, my like old daughter was like, that movie was really bad. <laughs> and I'm like, if a, a child said yeah, that if a 13 year old kid can watch cat in a hat and say that movie was bad, that is a bad movie. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. I because I I liked Mortal Kombat Annihilation when I was a kid. I thought that movie was. Have you seen the ass. new one? They just came out no. with the new Mortal Kombat. Uh, my mom has been trying to get me to watch it, and I just don't watch movies. I watched. I went when she first moved into her apartment. I went over there and chilled for a little bit, and I watched a little bit of it. But I was like starting to get so bored. Like I could tell that it looked cool. I just I man, watching a movie is hard for me. <laughs> like yeah, like that, I could that be playing clicker hero. Yeah, I would rather be playing Clicker Hero than watching a good movie. <laughs> I would rather play Clicker Hero than watch Reservoir Dogs. How about that? Reservoir Dogs pretty <laughs> how much, good. How much did I alienate everyone? I don't know. I need to watch Reservoir Dogs. I like Quentin Tarantino quite a bit. And you'd be surprised how often that movie comes up. <laughs> and I just don't Dogs? know what they're talking about. Yeah. Like yeah. in podcasts, like the, especially the ones I listen to, a lot of them are very stream of consciousness, kind of the, like the, how I treat this podcast. And like like the snark tank, they've talked about it like four times, and I think it's because one of them hasn't seen it, so they're constantly trying to bully him into see, bully, whoever, whichever one it was, probably Chris Reagan or Tom Sweeney. I don't know, doesn't matter. Have you seen? I just said sixty six percent of them, so like the odds are in my favor now. Have you seen the new Cowboy Bebop? No, but I saw I saw clips of uh, what they did to my boy Ed or girl Ed. It's a girl, and um, okay, that was only like two minutes, and that was the at the end of the series. Like, yeah, but it was disgusting, and it canceled. It got the show canceled. So 
It was it was horrific. I, I watched it and I was like, dude, having a character like that in anime is fine because they're a fucking animated character. But when you watch a real life person do that, you ever watch those cringy like YouTube compilations of like we like really weeby like teenagers doing weeb shit in public? Like it's hard. What are you talking about, <laughs> dude, you haven't seen that shit. It's it's hard, man. It's so hard to watch. It's because I see myself in them too a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why it's so hard to watch. I'm like, I bet I would have thought this was fucking cool if I was like 13, watching these kids be fucking Naruto in the in it's the like in the, the field. The only way to break know. through your cringe nave is to embrace it, and then you will be free. Dude, I've been I so I've been talking to this person, and she's been sending me these cringe videos, and I can't fucking watch them. Like they're like, or it's like Karen videos. And yeah. the more I can't watch them, dude. I can only get like a quarter of the way through them, and I'm like, I I want to fucking do a backflip off of my apartment building. <laughs> it's so bad. Chris, <laughs> like, you just, ready to die? Just people, yeah, <laughs> man. I just want to fucking. I, it's so it's so it's awful. It's like my my kryptonite, dude. I can watch. I can go. I can watch live leak videos. You know, I can watch someone fall off of a fucking a crane <laughs> or something to their death and just be like wow that sucks but if i watch someone be mean to a clerk in a fucking store i will i want to actively shoot myself like it's fucking awful it's like it is my kryptonite for sure is cringe well talking about cringe what are we going to do for our next episode um good segue i don't know well Halo, maybe. maybe no our next episode will be our new year's special oh yeah man philip has been carrying the fucking weight these the this month because I'm literally just a passenger in this fucking in this go kart. Well, it makes it hard when you don't play the one game I said. I'm like, Nave, <laughs> just like you already want to play Halo. I see you log in every day onto Halo, and I'm like, look, I'll do make this easy on him. Nave, play Halo. We'll talk about Halo, even though it's not a not co op right now. We'll talk about it just to make an easy episode for Christmas. And what do you do? You're playing <laughs> Guardians, play Guardians of the, of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the funniest thing is, is that when my friends came over to drink, they 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 the first thing they did because I was just I was just fucking around the computer and they were like we're going to play some Halo a couple matches on my TV while I'm fucking off. And he they got on Halo and they were going to they were they were talking about you get the cosmetics, you know, yeah. from uh from the campaign. Most of them suck, but he was like I was talking about how I haven't equipped any. So he went through each weapon. He's like, "Dude, you have like none of them." And I'm like, I haven't beaten the game yet. And he's like, what do you do every day? Because I see you get on Halo yeah. every day and on the campaign because it says you're playing the campaign. And I'm like, dude, I play the campaign for like 30 minutes. I set the controller down and I do the dishes or something. Like I, I'm like lone wolfing it here in this fucking bachelor pad of an apartment. I'm like, I'm not always – sometimes I just sit there and fucking contemplate life. Like I don't know, but I'm not actively playing the game all the time like because it's i think it says i have like fucking tw like eight or nine days in the game but it's because it's literally my screensaver on my tv because halo i think halo's running right now on my tv just in the background and i'm over here doing the podcast but that's funny yeah because <laughs> they're they had the exact same reaction they thought i had beaten the game like four times now you're killing me nave yeah i'm the worst i'm very <laughs> tired with that i think we should call it here no last words bye bye but yeah, we can have some last words. So thanks for joining us today, co-op partners. Maybe we can all rob a bank together next time. Now bye-bye. I wish I knew uh, a line from the game I could shout out. Fix uh, the drill!